Today's episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, will not be heard at this time, so we can bring you the following special. Following that, Wednesday at 10 is Dynasty. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, uh, so what that was, real quick, that intro um, used to be, and this is a long time ago, so you younger, oh listeners, my God. you younger listeners will never have to deal with this. But back in the day, all the major channels, ABC, NBC, and CBS, they would air a Sunday night movie. And that was the ABC intro. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is the first of uh, many specials that Pro and I... Pro is still laughing over that song. That killed me. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, my God. No. Um, but what this is, like, like I mentioned in the intro, is... This is a special, and every once in a while, Fro and I, we will... This is a special, so it doesn't count in the actual episodes. So it won't mess up the count, we'll still be in the order of the shows. So, every once in a while, we'll... You know, like like we've mentioned, we will watch the South Park movie. We will watch it, we will review it. Mm-hmm. We will also do the albums, and Fro, I actually found a link on YouTube with all the songs from the first album, so we Good. will do that at some point down the down the line, and we'll review the album song by song and all that fun stuff. Yeah. But today is a very special day. Because, if you didn't hear last week's show, uh, I am going to watch, for the first time ever, the two shorts that Trey Parker and Matt Stone made over 20 years ago, which eventually led to South Park. Right. Um, now, before we get into... The first one. Right. Do you want to read the description or should I? You do it because I don't have it in front of me. Okay. So, today I'll be watching The Spirit of Christmas. The Spirit of Christmas is the name of two different animated short films made by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. They are precursors to the animated series South Park. To differentiate the two, they are often referred to as... Jesus versus Frosty, and Jesus versus Santa. 
The first one that we'll be watching is Jesus versus Santa. Jesus versus Santa begins with four boys building a snowman and in the vein of Frosty the Snowman, excuse me, putting a magic hat on it to come in or to make it come to life. Unfortunately, Frosty turns out to be evil and deranged, sprouting huge tentacles and killing the Kenny-named, Carmen-resembling boy by throwing him. This leads, to, this leads one of the boys to utter the first version of a line which recurs in countless South Park episodes. <laughs> oh, oh my God, Frosty killed Kenny. The boys go to Santa for help, but he turns out merely to be Frosty in disguise. This time, he kills the Kenny-resembling boy, again by throwing him. The two remaining boys run away and come across a nativity scene with a baby Jesus, who flies over to the evil snowman and defeats it by slicing off the magic hat with a hurl of his halo. One of the boys says another recurring line from the South Park series, You know, I learned something today. Mm -hmm. And he and his friend realized the the purported the purported true meaning of Christmas. That is, presents. As a deer nibbles on Kenny's corpse, they go to their homes to find presents and invite their parents. Now to the production. In 1992, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone made The Spirit of Christmas, a.k.a. Jesus vs. Frosty, while they were students at the University of Colorado, under the Avenging Conscious Films moniker. They animated the film using only construction paper, glue, and a very old 8mm film camera, and premiered it at the December 1992 student film screening. The film features four children very similar in appearance to three of the four main characters of South Park, including a character resembling Cartman, but called Kenny, a hooded boy resembling Kenny, who remains unnamed, and two other boys similar in appearance and voice to Stan and Kyle. This film is later referenced in a season six South Park episode entitled Simpsons Already Did It. In this episode, Stan, Kyle, and Tweak are building a snowman, and Tweak is reluctant to put the nose on the snowman and says that this is because he thinks it will come to life and kill him, to which Stan replies, Dude, when has that ever happened, except mm -hmm. for that one time? <laughs> Good point. Mm -hmm. All right. So now I take it you have seen this before. I have. All but right. it's many years ago, so it's going to be fun for me as well. All right. Uh, Jesus versus Frosty is the one that I've just seen one, once. Uh, I've seen Jesus versus Santa more than once. But the first one, <laughs> I'm so happy that we're going to watch this together because oh, the animation is so bad. Oh, the animation. Um, I, let me let me just check this. Oh. Is this? Yep, this is it. Yep. Okay, but uh, let's get ready. This melody in my Stop it! Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not there yet. Okay. Uh, so to the listeners, he's going to go back in time. Uh, I'm going to count us down, and when I say go, you play, play go on your uh, 
DVD player or whatever you have there home, and you can watch this episode together with me in, in Bell. Yes, you can. So, so I'm going back to being seven years old. Yes. Probably will be bad for watching this after. <laughs> yeah. I promise you it's really, really bad animation. So <laughs> in three, two, one, go. in this oh man <laughs> it's so bad imagine the cost of production <laughs> zero zero Baby Jesus with a beard. Yes. <laughs> and Santa with tentacles. Or oh. Jack. Yay! He killed me. That sucked. I'm sure glad that's over with. Yeah, you know, I learned something so today. Bad. Yeah, don't put the magic hat on Frosty. Now, I learned about the true spirit of Christmas. Really? Yeah, Christmas isn't about Frosty or Santa. You're right. 
It's about Jesus. No, it's not even about Jesus either. <laughs> well, then what's it all about? Prison. Yes, prison. Prison. Hey, man, let's go home. I know where my parents hide my presents. Cool. Oh. Wave goodbye, saying, don't you cry, I'll be back again someday. Oh. All right. All right. Wasn't that marvelous? You know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> really? I mean... Oh, my gosh. I... I, I I think what was funny right. was the fact that the, the well, what we think is the Stan character yeah. <clears throat> talked about his sister, who lives in Minnesota, Yeah, told him not to put that on Frosty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what I think is funny is that they kill Cartman and say, oh my god, they killed Kenny. Right. <laughs> it doesn't like it, it goes like because I've seen this long after I saw the maybe two three seasons of South Park. <laughs> it was the first time, and I was like, "Eh, no, that's Cartman." <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then when the other boy dies, it's like, "Meh, he's dead." Yeah, no, no name, no, no, no name. care. Yeah, we don't need no. a name. No care in the world whatsoever <laughs> about that poor other boy. Yeah. Whatever uh, his name was. <laughs> yeah, he had no name. Oh. But uh, it's it it is really poor, but it's it's interesting that oh, yeah. we see um uh, definitely uh, the inspiration for what's going uh, to become South Park later. Mm-hmm. But how much cursing is it in those five short minutes? It's like cursing all the time. Well, the F word got dropped a lot. Yes. It was really about it. Yeah. So, um, other than that, I'm not really sure. But, of course, we have to remember this was for college. Yeah. And in college, basically... You know, if it's part of the presentation, you can get away with just about anything as long as it's not to an extreme. Right. I, I guess would be the right way to put it. But but isn't this kind of extreme? <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, who would have thought that an evil four-tentacled snowman would come to life... And would kill two kids, mm-hmm. and one disguising themselves, or with the one time disguising themselves as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. But I, but you know what? I will say this: I I liked how they did kill him. You know, kill Frosty off. I know I already right. read what happened, but you know, it's it, I thought it was a good idea to go with the hat. Oh yeah. Because if you did like the head, it makes no sense. No. But with the hat, it makes perfect sense because of, you know, the song and then the, the special yeah. that would come out. So. Uh, so that was the first episode. That was the first one. Yes. 
And <laughs> and we have the best one. Yeah, yes. we're gonna get into the best. One. Well, I like I said, I've never seen either one of these before. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy that we're watching this together. I know. <laughs> Good so, idea. the next one, the other one that uh, we will be watching is Jesus versus Santa. Now, actually, I should say real quick, uh, the, the one that we just watched, Jesus versus Frosty, release date was December 8th, 1992. Oof. And... Trey, we said, you know, Trey Parker and Matt Stone did everything. They also did the music. Yes. For this. So the next one, the other one, is Jesus versus Santa. So, going to get into uh, what the description and the production is. And then I'm going to save the release and reception for after. Yeah. After we watch this cartoon. Because... I did not know of this stuff either. So, um, so I just want right, to... I think that should be about right. Okay, so, about Jesus versus Santa. Jesus versus Santa opens with the four little boys, or the four boys singing We Wish You a Merry Christmas, when suddenly Stan stops to tell Kyle he should sing Hanukkah songs instead, since Jewish people don't celebrate Christmas. Cartman insults the song, I Have a Little Dreidel, that Kyle begins to begins singing, and they start to argue. They are interrupted, however, when Jesus appears, asking them to take him to the mall where they find Santa Claus. Jesus is angry with Kringle, because, in his opinion, he diminishes the memory of Jesus' birthday with his presence. Santa, insistent that Christmas is a time of giving and not merely remembering Jesus' birthday, claims that this time they will finish it and that there can only be one. They fight in a style reminiscent of such games as Mortal Kombat, accidentally killing various bystanders, including Kenny, thus eliciting Stan and Kyle's catchphrase in the process. Jesus pins Santa down, and each of them asks the boys to help him. Stan hesitates. What would Brian Boitano do? This joke is referenced in the 1999 feature film, also with the cut or with the song. The figure skater miraculously appears and delivers a speech about how Christmas should be about being good to one another. The boys, enlightened, transmit the message to the fighters who apologize to each other in shame. They thank the boys for helping and decide to bury the hatchet over an orange smoothie. The boys then marvel that they got to meet Brian Boitano as opposed to either Jesus or Santa. As in Jesus vs. Frosty, the boys come to realize the true meaning of Christmas, that is, presents. Kyle remarks that if one is Jewish, one receives presents for eight days rather than on only one. The others decide as a result to become Jewish too, and while rats gnaw on Kenny's corpse, leave the scene singing the dreidel song. Now, for the production real quick. In 1995, after seeing the Jesus vs. Frosty film, Fox executive Brian Graydon paid Stone and Parker $1,000 to make another animated short as a video Christmas card that he could send to friends. In turn, the duo created Jesus vs. Frosty. Graydon initially distributed the video to 80 friends in December of 1995. 
after months being passed around on bootleg video and the internet, the film caught the attention of cable network Comedy Central, which hired the pair to develop the South Park series, which premiered in the United States with Cartman Gets an Anal Probe. This yeah. version of The Spirit of Christmas features an animation style very similar to that of the eventual South Park series, as well as more developed versions of Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and Kenny, each of whom are referred to by name living in South Park. Wendy Testaberger appears unnamed in a non-speaking role as a child sitting on Santa's lap. The film largely establishes the characters as they are used in South Park and contains elements that recur in the series, such as Kyle being a Jew and rats eating Kenny's corpse. The film reportedly had a budget of $750, with Parker and Stone keeping the remainder of their commission. Clips from Jesus vs. Santa are shown in a fourth season episode of South Park. In the episode, A Very Crappy Christmas, the boys try to create a short animated film to bring back the spirit of Christmas to South Park. During the episode, a few parts of the spirit of Christmas are used as the film the boys are making. Yes. And like I said, after we're done with this one, there is uh, other stuff to mention as well. Right. So, people, get ready to play episode uh, two of the, uh, the Christmas special. Yes. In three, two, one, go. Robert T. Pooner. Yes. A Cranked Blast production. Resents. Not Just presents. Christmas. Resents. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. Wait a minute. What? Aren't you Jewish, Kyle? Yeah, I think so. Dude, Jewish people don't celebrate Christmas. What? You're supposed to sing Hanukkah songs. Dreidel, 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 I made you out of clay. Dreidel, 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 we had that stupid job. Yeah, Hanukkah sucks. Don't you oppress me, fat boy. Don't call me fat, buttfucker. Then don't belittle my people, you fucking fat ass. Ah, damn it, don't call me fat, you buttfucking son of a bitch.
watch out for that snowman. Yeah. <laughs> oh. to him once and for all. No, boys. Help me so that I can put an end to him. God is watching you, boys. You know who to help. Stan, remember the choo-choo when you were three? I died for your sins, boys. Don't forget that. <laughs> I don't know what to do, dude. Who should we help? I say we help Santa Claus. Oh, you're just saying that because he brings you candy. Hey, I don't think to take that kind of shit from a Jew. You're such a fat fuck, partner. <laughs> when you walk down the street, people go, God damn it, that is a big now we've got to think here. Now let's see. What would Brian Boitano do? Yeah, what would Brian Boitano do? Someone say my name. What's going on, kids? Okay, Brian, who would you help in a fight? Jesus or Santa Claus? Kids, you shouldn't think of things like that. This is the one time of year in which we all try to get along, no matter what we believe in. This is the season just to be good to each other. Bye. The you have to understand that Santa is keeping the spirit of your birthday alive by bringing happiness and joy. Yeah, and Santa, you need to remember that if it weren't for Jesus, this day wouldn't even exist. You're right, kids. I'm sorry, Jesus. No, no. It's me who should be sorry. Right bastard. I'm sorry, Kringle. Thank you, boys. Yeah, thank you, boys. Come on, Kringle. I'll buy an orange smoothie. Ooh. Huge. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Interesting. Today we actually met. We actually spoke to the Brian Boy Jato. Yeah. <laughs> I think I learned something today. It doesn't matter if you're Christian or Jewish or atheist or Hindu. Christmas still is about one very important thing. Yeah, ham. No, not ham, you Don't you see, Carl? Mm. Yeah, presents. Hey, man. If you're Jewish, you get presents for eight days. Wow, really? Count me in. Yeah, I'll be a Jew, too. Wow. Oh. Um, okay, there is obviously a lot more swearing in this. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh. Um But uh, here here you see that the animation is more or less Oh yeah, it's a lot better. Yeah, it's definitely a a, a lot better. They did this for seven hundred and fifty. Yeah, American dollars. That's that was a lot back then, wasn't it? Probably. I think it still is to some people. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this was released uh, December first, nineteen ninety five. But I think what amazes me is the fact that they did, in fact, cuss in front of Jesus. Yeah. It's like, whoa! <laughs> and they're like, 
you don't say that in front of Jesus. Yeah. Um, now, I think, for the record, uh, we should tell people what Brian or what Brian Boitano did in his career real quick. What would Brian Boitano do? He was he was a figure skater. Uh, he let's see what did he do in the Olympics? Oh, okay, he won the gold medal at the 1988 Winter Olympics in Calgary for men's singles figure skating. He won two world champ. He won the gold twice in two world championships. One in Geneva and the other in Budapest. Okay. That must have been a hell of a event there in Budapest. Uh, he won the silver at the World Championships in Cincinnati and won the bronze in Tokyo at the World Championship and also won the bronze at the 1978 World Junior Championships. And if you Google Brian Botano and go to his webpage, he actually sells what would Brian Botano do t-shirts. Oh, interesting. Um, let's see. He is, uh, he's currently alive. Uh, he is 52 years old. He retired twice, actually. He retired the first time in 1988. And then retired the second time for good in 1994. Uh, he was inducted into the World Figure Skating Hall of Fame and the United States Figure Skating Hall of Fame in 1996. In December 2013, Boitano was named to the United States delegation of the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia. In conjunction with that appointment... Boitano publicly came out as gay. The Sochi Games in Russia have been the targets of criticism and LGBT activism because of a Russian anti-gay propaganda law passed in June 2013. In January 2014, he told the Associated Press that he had never wanted to come out until the delegation announcement. Yeah. Uh, let's see, anything else... I don't well, think so. Well, actually, I do have one funny thing that will probably make you laugh. Okay. Uh, this, this is very well forgotten, but I'll mention it anyway. He was featured in the halftime act of Super Bowl Twenty Six. Okay. Called, called Winter Magic, which had skater Dorothy Hamill and singer Gloria Estefan. And so, what is, this is a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what is famous about that fro okay. is that, and, and I read this many months ago, there was running opposite the halftime of that Super Bowl, a live episode of In Living Color. <laughs> really? And that episode of In Living Color got a bigger rating than the halftime act of that Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So I don't know if you want to blame Brian Boitano or who. Oh. so. What would Brian Boitano do? 
Yeah, I love that song in the South Park. Uh, oh, the song is great. Song is just great. Um, but no, I mean, I, I thought it, obviously the production is a lot better. Yeah. In, in this one than the first one. Um, I thought the I thought the hidden like quick jokes were really good as well. Yeah. And and uh, I think it's kind of funny that they kill a lot of kids. Yes. And, and again, only, oh my God, they killed Kenny. Exactly. Exactly. How many kids did they kill before that, and including Kenny? Seven. Yeah, that was what I was gonna say. Was seven. Yeah. So yeah, the only thing they get disturbed by is killing Kenny. Yeah. All the other kids don't matter. Nope. All right. Uh, to the release and reception of the second one, Jesus vs. Santa received a Los Angeles Film Critics Association Award for Best Animation. Wow. The film can be found on the South Park The Hits Volume 1 DVD. A short clip is visible in a drive-in movie screen in some openers of South Park. It was also included in AVI format on Tiger Woods 99 for the PlayStation. What? It is, it is accessible for the game from the game disc by PC. This was unauthorized, and because of this, the game was recalled in January 1999 by Electronic Arts. Why? Why? <laughs> that's that's super. Wedge, what does a golf game and South Park have? I uh, yeah, you you tell me. That's um, super wedge. Oh, okay. Here we go. All right, so if you have this game still, I don't know if you know how many people still have this game or not, but early copies of the PlayStation version contained a hidden file called ZZ Dummy. Dot D-A-T, that's all in capital letters. Okay. Which was an unauthorized copy of the South Park episode Jesus vs. Santa. The file was not actually viewable in-game, but could be viewed by placing the disc in a PC. The game was recalled, and subsequent versions did not contain the file. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, uh... Oh, my boy, he is playing a golf game. Let's buy him this. Oh, yeah. he put it in the computer. Oh, what? they are cursing at what me. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> That's super random. I, I wonder if the good reviews that uh, these different publications gave them is because of the Jesus vs. Santa video. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Entertainment Weekly gave this game an A grade on the on, a, on the PC PC Gamer gave us an 84%. Maybe because of that. Maybe. Maybe yeah. because of that. I think it's because of that. And uh, I think we should also mention real quick the studio, Avenging Conscious. Uh, Parker and Stone launched the production company Avenging Conscious while attending the University of Colorado along with two other students. They named the company after the W.D. Griffith film by the same name, which both had seen and actively disliked. 
It was formed to produce Jesus vs. Santa in 1992 and Alfred Packer the Musical in 1992, which was later retitled to Cannibal the Musical. Parker and Stone went on to release three more projects through Avenging Conscious, Jesus vs. Santa, Orgasmo, and The Book of Orgasmo. Now, The Avenging Conscious um, is based on The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe. was released on March 24th, 1914, and is 78 minutes long. And it stars such legendary actors as Henry B. Walthall, Blanche Sweet, and Spots... Okay, I know I'm going to mess up this first. Spottiswood Atkin. Wow. What the hell kind of name is that? Good question. So the plot is, if you ever want to see the Avenging Conscious, a young man falls in love with a beautiful woman but is prevented by his uncle from pursuing her. Tormented by visions of death and suffering and deciding that murder is the way of things, the young man kills his uncle and builds a wall to hide the body. The young man's torment continues, this time caused by guilt over murdering his uncle, and he becomes sensitive to slight noises, like the tapping of a shoe or the crying of a bird. The ghost of his uncle begins appearing to him and... As he gradually loses his grip on reality, the police figure out what he has done and chase him down. In the ending sequence, we all we learn that the experience was all a dream and that his uncle is really alive. <sighs> so there, I just saved you guys 78 minutes <laughs> of your life. You're welcome. <laughs> Let's see, what was that? 1914 that came out. Yeah. Oh, the next movie that would come out is The Birth of a Nation. Yeah. It, well, I think it is a great movie, but it's also very controversial. It's really good, but... It's, yeah, it's really good, but it's very controversial. Does that mean I'm a racist? <laughs> yeah. Just, just, we just want to put that out there for the people. It's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... I don't support the clan. No, I don't support the movie, but it's really good. It's really good, yeah. But. Well, I'll tell you this, bro. After seeing these two, um, you know, for the diehard South Park enthusiasts who are probably more obsessed with the show than you and I ever will be, I definitely recommend watching both specials, both shorts. Oh, yeah. Because it's a part of the history of South Park. I agree. And I think you get a better understanding and a better appreciation of how far uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone have come since, you know, 1992 to get to where they are today. It's definitely worth watching both of them. Mm. And, you know, I learned something today. If your sister from Minnesota tells you not to put a hat on top of a snowman's head, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. No, don't do it. Well, this is actually, well, because this is a special, this is the shortest of the specials, I think, because 
when we get to the movie and when we get to the albums, they're not going to be this short. No. They're really not. Actually, we... You know, I'll, I'll check um, later if this is the shortest episode we've ever recorded. I think it is. It might be. So I will check it after we're done, but it this is it for the first special that we will do. Yeah. And, yep. So at, like, like, like we mentioned, every once in a while, a special will pop up. We're going to go by, well, the first one we just had to do. Yes. <laughs> but we will go by the rest of the way, by the date the album or movie was released. Yes. So. Keep that in mind. Yes. Uh, all right, I guess we'll do quick plugs. Um, you can... Check out my many podcasts, including that wrestling show, The Scorecard, uh, and also Nostalgia Crew, among others. And you can find me on my only podcast with Luke and Tilly, called Another Digital Citizen. There you go. So next week, we will go back to... Back uh, in time. Yep, we will go back. <laughs> to our regularly scheduled program. And I'm going to drop a bombshell in that episode. Ooh. I can't wait for that. Mm. I, I, I better get all my uh, food supplies and... Bombshell. Get ready for whatever explosion Fro has. I think maybe uh, Bill will be really surprised about what I'm going to tell him about the first uh, episode in the new season. Yep. Yep. Alright, well, that does it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this special. Of course they did. Uh, come back next week as we begin Season 2 of South Park. The Boogaloo. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>